0: Y'all ready to be history? Get started.
1: Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone audio suite. These guys are professional they're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on the road voice recording and Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago Darren Robbo Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, lady. Here we go. And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks for Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200. Well, hopefully, it's going to work in 2023. Yeah. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Now, one thing that you don't hear much about, and that is an interface designed specifically for voiceover. Is yeah. there one? Specifically, nope. not for podcasting, specifically. not for
0: live streaming, not for gaming not for any of the other not for studio not no. for the recording side of voiceover Not
2: for, over, broadcast. for the talent professional voiceover talent right mm-hmm. and i'd say that the best thing right now is either you go completely minimal and get the least intrusive interface something that you know i don't know Are we has a names? decent enough mic preamp but then you're stuck with their mic preamp so i don't know something stupid like a scarlet <laughs> yeah. Easy, you know, just or else you go all the way up to an Apollo and you customize the hell out of it.
0: Yeah, I'm not too far off on your thought process there. It's it's kind of either low ending it or going totally, you know, latest tech, digital everything, fifteen
1: hundred dollar interface, yeah. practically. Yeah. So, what would a uh, an interface specifically designed for voiceover actually look like? What would it do?
2: Oh man, it would have a very good mic preamp on it. But not insane. But it would have a mic preamp that's not just a necessarily a a one chipper from like they're all the same. Really, they're buying the same chip, and they just. Well, what about the Neve eighty-eight
0: M then? That's the two-channel Neve audio interface.
2: Yes, yes, that one. That one is like things like the Neve eighty-eight M and the Apogee Mini Me. Those kinds of simple interfaces with very good preamps.
0: Yeah, but it's yep. missing some other key things, I think.
2: Well, it's missing loopback and ability to, or not necessarily, you you don't really need loopback except for playback. That's the reason why you
0: need loopback. No, and, but and you somebody, don't have yeah. monitor, you know, the 88M, I'm looking at it right now online, it does not have a monitor mix mode. It has either um, a mix or no mix, but you can't control the monitor mix, which to me, okay, is so really important. Okay, let's, so let's
2: talk about the ideal voiceover Interface is the low latency section software or hardware? Hardware.
0: Hardware. Good. A physical knob that you can turn to blend monitor mix real time. Yeah, just a just to an AB like A B knob, like a blend, like mbox blend. style from 19- more me on the left, more them on the right. Correct.
1: Yep. That's that's it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so SSL two has that. SSL two has it. Yep.
2: Okay. So so next thing is. Any processing on it?
0: A high pass filter.
2: That's it. Does it have a that's compressor? It. Nope. Does it have a gate? Doesn't nope. need either. Of them. Okay. Does it have a limiter? Nope. I would say oh, that. I don't know. I, I think I think like an Apogee style soft clip might be okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I can tell you what has that. The Sentrance Mic Port Pro Three.
2: Uh huh. Okay.
0: It's got the headphone monitor mix. It's got a hardware limiter that's very transparent. It's got a very, very clean preamp. with it has, a, it has a killer stupid battery. Okay, that's, it's, that has one major black eye, and that's the battery. Yep. It has to be charged. It has to be plugged. Or charging or charged at all times to use it. Yep. It will screw you if not. Yes, yeah, so it needs two USB cables to use it. So that's its major black eye. That other than that, it checks to me. It checks all. Does it have that's a loopback? Back. The, the, the
2: podcast one has a yeah. loopback, so you can do playback to your connection, right? No, it doesn't. The the, the mic port Pro does not have a loopback. So okay. it's missing that. So feature. so so that's the one other thing. If you're going to do it, you're either going to have that in software. But if if we're saying, and I think I agree with you that just an easy interface, no software, and low latency monitoring. And if you just wanted to do like loopback, it'd be easy to have a knob on the thing instead of a software solution. And there's more flexibility in a software solution, but most VO talent just need, hear whoever I'm talking to, hear what I hear for a second.
0: And uh, so it should have a loopback probably. It should have a loopback. It's something that the clients are becoming more and more, expecting more and more of the actor to be able to play back a take. Like it's just becoming the norm. Which is
1: really annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying.
0: <laughs> just get but it. it should be annoying. Yeah. Don't worry about your interface not having it. Just yeah, get it. Should it should be stupid easy. It should just be built in, and it should just do it. Now, there's not many that do that at the really low end of price point. The um, believe it or not, the Steinberg. Well, the Steinberg, UR-12, Steinberg is the one. Yeah, that, that was one
2: of the first ones to come out with a low latency mixer built into it.
0: And it has a driver for loopback. Yeah. How about the mo M2? I don't think it does loopback. I think the way it does. We need it to do it, I believe it does. Does it? I believe. I've had too many clients with M2s that have issues. Oh, really? Like noise and some flakiness that I've just been... Oh. As much as I want to love Motu, and I think their hardware is really well-made, I've had issues with the Motus, like several of them, not just one. So mm, I'm a little so bit... So Motu. Yeah, and that and does not have MOTU, a physical MOTU? monitor knob, mixer knob on it. You have to use their...
2: Oh, you have to use their app. Okay, their so that rules concept. that one out.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's the same as the audience.
2: Okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go really high end and I'm gonna suggest yep. the Cranebridge five hundred series interface with the USB interface built in. Cranebridge or the
0: cranborn? Cranborn. 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 cranborn.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is that?
2: That's like some Ronald cartoon from Woolworth we Five.
0: Cranborn. <laughs> <laughs> mom, mom, daddy went a cold and he went right
1: I don't know jeez boy, that's, that's some cartoon back in the back of my obscure head
0: obscure 50s stuff
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> a bit like myself
0: <laughs> but so, but so, so keeping score here the SSL 2 is dang close but no loop back yep mm-hmm. that's the closest one like that's the one I never ever I don't never, think that Cranborn has loop back either I don't think so but it
2: does and in the it, sense that it does have I bet you you could just jam two XLR cables out and back into itself, and it could do it in <laughs> hardware, because it's got eight you channels. you can make the
0: mix minus. Yeah, if you can do the, you, the you mix can make minus. A, you can probably make your own mix minus on it. That's <laughs> the key. But it should just have it in the box, right? It should just come this way. It should just yep. be a, a knob that does it, yeah. So another one that none of us have talked about, but I'm pretty familiar with, is made by Yamaha of all companies.
2: The Ooh. AG-03. Is this more like like a little mixer, or is it an interface?
0: Well, it's very it's it kind of treads the line. Yeah, it's kind of like one
2: of those interface mixers, like like a mixer with a USB port on it.
0: Yeah, it looks like a tiny little Mackie mixer with a USB port on Mm -hmm. it. Exactly, but it has this interesting three position switch on it, which switches between three modes. One is dry or direct one two, which means it simply records input one and input two USB to the computer, just like any other plain Jane basic interface. Position two, it's actually running, recording the mix coming out of the device. So anything coming in is mixed and then recorded, which also lets you then loop in some DSP. It actually has built-in DSP, so you can set up a high-pass filter, a compressor, an EQ. Pretty nifty. Then it it has has, built-in
2: DSP, but I mean, its control is like some single knob on a preset menu built into the thing, or is it actual? Nope, it's a software control.
0: It has a software on-off dumb mode, and it has a software ex- mm. expert mode where you can program it completely. So
2: basically, it's got everything except for a snotty mic preamp.
0: Exactly. What, what it, is it on a fidelity the line? It's probably the same as the Steinberg because Yamaha owns Steinberg, and yep. Yamaha makes the hardware. Steinberg makes the driver, and that's what is it? Yamaha what? Ago three, mm-hmm. and they released a new edition of it. So after about six, seven years, they came out with a new one to update it. So the new one's probably got better. Hopefully it has better specs, but...
2: 150 bucks, it's in the right price zone. Does it have digital so you can like slam your own mic preamp? I mean, like you can always get your own mic preamp and then just go with, uh, it's not like it, you know... It's got a
0: computer. Well, here's the, the thing. Side. If you want an audio interface that can take a proper line input and doesn't just pad the mic input, you have to go up market. Did, like mm, nobody true. has a proper hardware line level mm, A more bypass. minimal design, basically. Well, yeah, you have to go to an Apogee or an Apollo. I or don't an think RME so.
2: I or, think I think you can just go with like a Scarlet. What is it? The solo that the second port is line input.
0: No, it's an instrument input.
1: Is it it's a high Z uh-huh, instrument? It's still high instrument. Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about the yeah. audience? The ID forty four. I thought it's probably a padded down mic pre. Pretty- here 's why I, okay, so yeah, recently i actually
0: up, i recently cross graded a client i won 't say upgrade i 'll just say cross graded she had an i d twenty two for years she 's mm-hmm. had a couple of them because they've failed on her a couple of times oops and so so we were getting to this point where she was trying to do too many things and we were running out of mixes and it was getting frustrating for her she couldn 't do loop back for example, so I tried to, to figure out a hardware software workaround using another audio interface connected to it via optical cable Toslink, link and it was driving her crazy because something would always be on the wrong clock rate she was always having to fiddle with it it made her nuts and i said let's move you over to the the apollo because now you're going to really enjoy the fact that you can digitally set your preamp at the precise gain setting for any session and recall that anytime you want you can't do that on the ID stuff. The ID stuff all has a hardware. It's a hardware preamp gain yeah. knob. Yep. So some would say that's a pro because it seems more purist to have a physical on analog gain knob, I guess. But man, once you I, have a I, digital I, I say gain, the digital gain control has
2: so many advantages. Not, yeah. not the least of which that thing's going to last a lot longer.
0: If not, right. that you never have to worry pot. about dirt getting in yeah. the pot. Yeah. yeah. So, th- I once I set, set it up for her and showed her, made some recalls that have specific gain settings for different types of client work that she does, and she saw that she could just load a preset. And how long into ago was this? Last week.
2: So you, you're still you're still promoting Apollo's, man. I th- I thought you were like <laughs> you're like a, I am. When, you keep when, on if, going when, back when to you're the you're same bags.
0: <laughs> you're selling the same stuff to everyone, man. When you're in a certain mm. echelon of voiceover work and you are using two microphones in your booth, and you've got a desk workstation and a booth workstation, and you occasionally coach people who come into your studio and are going to be in your booths, and you sit at your desk and sometimes you mix in your monitor speakers. Sometimes yeah. you mix in your headphones. It's the new. And you have to do loopback and you do source connect and you record yourself. So,
2: so here's what it you is. You need sophisticated shit. It used to be the voiceover guy with a Mackie 1402 or 1202 mixer and an ISDN box. And the new setup of that is the Apollo, you know where that's and your so mixer. Um, but even that is a pretty long-in-the-foot setup. I mean, that has been the setup for 10 years easily with that Apollo oh, twin. Yeah. The um, Apollo
0: has in no real way changed in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I, I have the they original one. They added talkback to it, yeah, which is actually
2: a question back. I was going to ask. Do Does a professional voiceover audio interface need a talkback? No. Do we assume that you have a booth? And you need to have a talk you back.
0: You don't need talk back because a professional voice actor generally isn't coaching or okay. needing a talk back. It, it was handy as back in the day when you would be sitting outside your booth and then you would hear the ISDN go chirp, chirp, and then you'd want to be able to say, be right in. And then, you know. Yeah, I, I still find it nice when people yeah. have that
2: setup. You can, that's one of those things that you can tell when someone has their setup dialed in, they can actually talk to you fluidly from inside and outside the booth without. Yes.
1: Yeah, um, well, that's true. And that's what the ID44 does, because I'm actually using the talkback as we speak for this. Oh, let me ask you this.
0: Yeah, this is a key thing. I'm so glad you mentioned this. This is a tangent. Sorry, guys, but we love tangents. it's a, a little thing. So the Apogee, the I'm sorry, Apogee, I'll say Apogee every time You I mean Apollo, sorry. The Apollo Twin X, which is what I set up for my client, has the talkback mic, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she also has a talkback mic on her desk which is plugged into channel two of the Apollo. We wanted to make that mic the talkback mic. You Got can do the that. Little, yeah. You cannot do that with the Apollo. Yes, nah. you can. I've switched what the talkback mic
2: input is to a to a handheld mic from the built-in mic on the Apollo. You can definitely switch Universal
0: that. Audio said no. And this is, again,
2: Drew I did from Universal I, I Audio, videos.
0: who I've been talking to for years about Apollo stuff, who insists you can't do it. I've done it. So if you know how to do it, please, well, you, know what, you by just all go into the I.O. matrix
2: and one of the things is labeled talkback. It's yeah. at the bottom and you switch it for what input you want it to actually
0: be. You can only do that at the driver level. You can't do it at the hardware level. You can you do it right in the, the interface my, like in the interface settings. You can't change what hardware jack on the Apollo is feeding the talkback circuit. Yes, you, you can. You can't do it. I swear to Pro- God we've done it. All right, got to show me the setup. I don't believe it's possible. That's so so,
2: so imagine you're looking <laughs> at the I.O. matrix,
0: right? Yeah, on the left I have side. it open right now.
2: Okay, on the left side, scroll all the way down. The talkback input's on the bottom. Yeah. Okay, and then you can, just like all the other inputs, you can click on it and pick a different one.
0: Yeah, but you're, you're, you're changing the channel in the driver. You're not changing the physical analog hardware assignment to that channel. I'm
2: I'm making it so that when you press the talkback button, yeah. it uses mic channel two instead of the st- little PZO whatever the hell it is built into the interface.
0: That makes sense to me, but I don't think I was able to get that to work.
2: I've I've done that at the studio. Like, I've got two talkback mm-hmm. mics. I got one for the Amic Big, and then the other one is the Apollo.
0: It makes total sense, and absolutely, you should be able to do this. And when I ask the quote unquote expert at Universal Audio drew who's a great guy and i talked to him countless times he says no can't be done literally that's the answer it's in my forum it says no Mm -hmm. we can't do it interesting i don't know what to tell you there but going back on the topic again let's just let's just assume (laughs) because there's like like robert said at the very beginning there's either the analog completely analog way of doing everything or way a simple high quality way. right yes and there are two different animals right so if we're focusing we know we can do it digitally the apollo does it the id44 essentially does it but is there a way to do it all in a basically analog way and not have it be say like the ssl big six or some really expensive big console you know, because the SSL gets pretty close. The SSL,
2: well, wow, I think okay. it's called the, the, six. The, the
1: Yeah, the the, um, six, yeah. the
0: Neve is thirteen hundred dollars. How much is the big six? The SSL six is fifteen hundred smackers. Wow, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to have way more routing than the than the Neve. I, I installed it for a client of mine as a replacement for his Mackie mixer, and we're not even using a third of its capabilities.
1: It's we'll see then. But once again, that's that's what the the issue is with what is the interface for a voiceover. We don't need all that stuff.
0: Right, right. The SSL 6 to the average voice actor is going to look like a freaking spaceship. It's got a lot of knobs and buttons on it. Exactly.
2: One one last feature in the hardware-only, simple but high-quality voiceover interface. We've got a simple mix knob with a high-quality preamp and a true line input option. Right. A high-pass filter, um, a peak limiter like a soft clipper very very very, just transparent soft clipper yeah um, a loop back yeah hardware loop back hardware loop back and a and a recorder to a to a to a USB disc
0: oh that's totally a bonus that would be a yeah. huge bonus
2: and that's it And oh, there's a
0: backup you mean yeah it's like yeah. an onboard backup recorder just boom yeah which is yeah. so handy for an actor who's doing a two hour long narration record session oh, absolutely and then you've had a fail of some kind. If anybody makes that, I'm suing them. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's uh, the closest to making it? To be honestly, really, it's the closest to making that is Sentrance. They have the if, recorder. If, if, they 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 have everything
2: except for and, and they do have the loop back because they have the the 3-4. On the mic port pro, you can take your output and with a eighth-inch cable plug it back into the Three four input
0: can't you? Yes, but that isn't a loop back to the client. It's a loop back to the engineer. Like you'll you'll be able to hear a loop back, but they won't hear the loop back because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not mixed into the. No, I I think it's 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 the mixer. The mixer oh. face is a two channel interface. Period. It's yes, not. Yes, and um, it
2: has a three. It has a um. Here, let me go get it. It has a three four input, and the the second two inputs feed the stereo. It's like a.
0: It's like a four input down to two. Yeah. Yeah, maybe actually. The, the the Portcaster is the new one. I have that one too. Right. And that one gives you even more flexibility because that lets you literally plug in a different device to use as a phone patch or like an iPhone or a Mac, anything with a TRRS
2: cable. Right, right. That's the difference. On the other one, it's just a TRS.
0: Right, yeah. And
2: this one is a TRRS because it gives you a send and a receive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which and it's super which, handy it works. Which really, might
2: really be well. so. So the question is, you can use the send. I mean, like that's but, where but you it can it has use the same it for annoying phone Battery catch.
0: charging problem. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> so <laughs> you have to charge <laughs> they it. They both the time. have. You know what? I am sure there's a hack out there. It's you not just, a hack. You just it's just a double headed cable. It's, a, a, cable. it's
0: a, a cable that has two. Yeah, you have to braid.
2: You have. You have to take two cables and braid them together nicely. So you just think of it as one cable. Right. And then on the other end of it have some sort of ridiculous adapter so that you don't have to eat two ports on your computer
1: it by the is way, annoying
0: somebody makes that oh no actually no it's the reverse i have a uh, i for a while there i had a mix pre 3 made mm-hmm. by sound devices yep i gave it to my dad but it has the opposite it uses a usb 3.0 port on the unit that big fat one that's got blue inside it Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It's blue. I don't know why they make it blue. Because it's USB 3. It's that, it looks like a printer port, but with an extra lump on top. You know what I'm talking about? It looks like a printer port with an extra lump on the top. It's a USB-B port, like on a printer. But it has another little additional lump on top. That's USB 3. Yeah, that's, so it has a USB 3 port, right? Yeah. And then the cable that plugs into that has two USB connectors. A's on the other end. One is for charging, and one is for signal. So, what we need is the reverse of that, where it's one USB A port on one end or C, and then it splits to USB C for both charging and signal (laughs) on the source,
2: on the interface. Does does sound devices have anything that gets better than the um, sentrance here? Because the sentrance basically doesn't have a true line level input.
0: The sound devices is complicated to use in comparison. Really, I mean, even in basic, because it has—it's kind of cool. It has basic mode and advanced mode. Mm -hmm. Even in basic mode, it's definitely more complicated to use than the mixer face or the any of the Centric stuff.
2: Well, the mixer face—the great thing about it is, like, there is no driver. It's got arguably good enough electronics in it. It is all single chip, but it is well designed.
0: It's the best you can make it for
2: that for for that type of yeah,
1: construction, basically. Yeah. Um, Talking about the playback thing, I thought I actually made the ID44 do playback. I thought you mm-hmm. did. But I did, and it, but unfortunately, you, you, it sort of lo- started looping itself, literally. Was that correct? Is that what happened? It's
0: possible it doesn't have a proper mix minus. It might have a loop back, but it doesn't have a mix minus and a loop back.
2: Or, or you have right. to unrecord ARM your software so that when you're playing back, you can't have your input live on your software.
1: So if I go to... Now, this is, I'm probably going to not be able to hear you, but I'm going to try just something just for the hell of it and see if I can make this thing work. <clears throat> so if I go to... I'm going to go to a queue, which should allow me to open that up, which should start everything looping back. Am I looping back at your end? One, one, check, one, check. one two, yes, two, yes, two, yes, two. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, oh, we're getting, so getting there. You're getting both? Back. Okay, so yeah, if I... we get both, both. both. I can hear, I my, can chair. hear my chair. <laughs>
0: can, can hear, hear a whale.
1: <laughs> From Majan Island to Sabanias Island, we cover everything that affects your life in the Emirates. We heard that. Yep, we heard but that. we also heard ourselves. hear ourselves. Okay, so... so that, you, as that, long as you
0: disengage that whenever you're done playing back and then engage it for right. playback and then disengage it again.
2: This is common with some loopback setups. You usually have to defeat your microphone input. Or some sort of, like, you might have to defeat whatever input it is.
0: And by the way, the Yamaha has the same problem. Yeah. But did, that, that
1: actually did work, though, didn't it? You heard yes. that? Yes, it did work. Yeah. The,
0: the Who has the same problem? The little Yamaha AGO-3. Has the same problem. When you flick it in a loopback, it's not a mix-minus loopback. Yeah. It's just a loopback. So if you're like on Source Connect or Zoom, they're going to hear themselves talking. So you have to flick the switch, like flick it to loop back, hit play. When you're done playing, flick it back back. again.
2: Or or you have to turn off your mic, hit play.
1: Then stop. Yeah, you
2: have to to one way or the other block the interface from being an input again.
1: But if I did playback anyway, I would have to come get out the booth and come out here so I could do that. True.
2: And there is something good about that, actually, Because usually when you do playback, if they're re-recording it, it depends on the purpose. But a lot of the times people will play back, but they still have their mic live. So they're just doubling up on the noise on the playback. And if you're just playing back for someone to decide if it's a good take or not, that's no big deal. And actually good, because then you can talk to them while playback is happening. On the other hand, if you're in a situation where someone says, I didn't get that, can you send that to me again? in that case, they want you to play it back and they want you to kill all other inputs. So they're mm-hmm. just getting playback only. Um, yeah. So there's like little nuances to this whole loopback But you could do that. Well.
1: See, with the ID44, if you made your main channel the talkback, then all you have to do to kill that uh, channel is just to turn off the talkback and it kills it. So if I turn off the talkback, I just disappeared. Ah. So, mm-hmm. um, so all I would do for playback is press that button and play back what I just recorded.
2: Right, and as long as your other channels are turned down or muted, because I know that thing's got like four mic preamps. Yeah. Yeah, you're good.
1: But I'm just allocating what gets sent to you. So at the moment, it's just the talkback mic. But if I um, pull up uh, the Mac or Source Connect or whatever, uh, But you have to do
0: all of this from the digital console. Correct. On screen with your
1: mouse. And quickly and gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. Where if you had um, that whole on a, a actual mixer on your desk doing exactly the same thing be fabulous.
0: Well, if it if it had the mix minus
1: it would be fabulous.
0: Yep. If you didn't even have to worry about that and it was just mix it was a mix minus it would be I I think fabulous.
2: maybe maybe the only other one is like you go over to the Behringer like 8 channel USB mixers that are more complex so they're not hardware based but they have a recorder built into it. But is that called for- the uh, Wing? I forget, it but it's else? it's too complex, really, when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it's so
0: complicated.
2: So yeah. it's like you know, you're you're talking about okay, if the recorder is the recorder a like must have because if it is, then you're talking about a RME, a Sound Devices, a Centric RME,
0: RME can record internally.
2: RME makes interfaces that have USB
0: inputs. Do you mean that have in onboard SD recorders? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't know they did that.
0: To do that, um, but that's a price point. That's the thousand. That's like fifteen hundred dollars or yeah, more. Yeah,
1: more actually. Yeah, yeah. Because I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the RME, uh, but it was just so expensive that I, and I thought I'd just give the audience a go. And I'm glad, really, as long as it doesn't go pop. Um, I find the audience so much more simple, to, simpler to use than the mm-hmm. um, the RME Total Mix. Definitely.
0: Oh yeah. No uh, doubt. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Then there's another company we haven't talked about called well, we did talk about Personas before, but Personas makes this little mixer called Studio Live. Yeah. Eight, I think it is, or six. And I installed two of these little mixers because they had all the they checked all the boxes, right? You could do the loopbacks, you could do a monitor mix, you could do a mix for headphones, yeah, you could do a recording internally.
2: It's definitely not as simple as a sentrance, but it's uh
0: yep but it was all analog right it was yep. not a digital mixer it checked all the boxes except for one wait
2: wait 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 <laughs> it's not it's the 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 PreSonus is a
0: are you sure it's not a digital mixer the basic studio live they have have a, they have a very simple analog mixer interface they're not digital they're not digitally internal they just have usb really interfaces yeah
2: i didn't know they, they i thought all their stuff was digital okay
0: yeah the studio live it's called the I don't even want to say the name out loud because then somebody will go buy one. <laughs> it's called the ar 8 the A-R-8-C. AR8C. Okay. So, so say that. <laughs> the AR8C. A-R-A-A-R-8. Eric? The R-8. R8C, R-8. AR8C, terrible naming. I don't get. It. <laughs> anyway, I thought this is it. It checks all the boxes. It does absolutely everything. It even has a Bluetooth feed. It has recording to an SD card. On yeah. and on and on. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was so excited. Except, I had two of them installed in the studios. Burn up. The mm-hmm. power supplies smoked. Literally smoked. And and. <laughs> You know, that's like, that's a, that's a real problem. <laughs>
1: yeah. A major problem, I would have thought. Yes.
0: <laughs> when when your client, when Tara Strong says, "George, there's smoke coming out of my mixer," George,
2: but here is one that we ran into <laughs> with um with I forget his name now, but the uh, the Tascam has a recorder built into it. Oh, the twelve, and and we know it has a loopback capability,
0: don't we? Yeah, the model twelve is extremely impressive piece of kit. I have to admit. They're what like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, it's definitely much bigger and more complicated than I would like it to be. But the Tascam Model Twelve is really excellent. Yep, it does everything. It does USB in and out, digital recording internally. It's got an analog one knob, one function
2: kind of thing. Like totally, you know, like you can see what you got.
0: Yep, it's got record arm buttons on each channel, so you can tell which ones you're actually recording.
2: The preamps are probably, meh.
0: And the preamps are reportedly pretty good. Um, okay. It's got low-cut switches on inputs at 100 hertz, which is an interesting compromise. It's got a one-knob compressor.
2: It's got a what a mid-sweep EQ, or what's the EQ like? It's got a mid-sweep EQ. And
0: yeah. then what, like two or three sends, I think? Two aux sends. Yeah. And those two sends can be pre or... Uh,
2: I got to say, it is freaking ridiculous what you can get for 800 bucks. Like, no, can it's you, like you and I ages. travel back to 1996 and think about all of that. And then you and I would say like, mm, that probably cost about like $6,000 for all of that.
0: Exactly. And the official yep. name of the product is the Model 12 Mixer slash Interface slash Recorder slash Controller. Because <laughs> it does all that. It's a
2: controller too? Like, It's like a It's UNC, a controller too. It's a fader controller?
0: Yes. No, it, those aren't moving faders. Yeah. No, they're not flying faders, but... No, they're not. It will control They're not flying faders, doll.
2: but somehow it's still a controller?
0: Yes. That's It does all that stuff eh. in one mixer. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's a crazy it capable It can be a very thing. good controller. And and Bluetooth, which you can assign to channels nine. 10 oh, it's got Bluetooth, too. And it has, what else? Does it have TRRS? It doesn't have TRRS, but it's got It's got, got, it's got more else. mic preamps than you need. Yeah. Now, if they made a Model 6 that had all the same and everything, but with half the channels.
2: Half the okay, preamps, yeah. That would be compelling. Yeah.
0: But it's got eight mic preamps. Like, just nobody needs that in a mm-hmm. home voiceover studio. They don't. So.
1: Okay, so here's our pose this one then. So you go out and you buy yourself a Grace M101, maybe an M102 if you want compression. Mm-hmm. Then you get to a really clean, super a, clean interface that has no preamps. It just is a direct Into your system, and then you have Source Nexus. Yes, you could definitely do that. I'll
2: I'll one up you. You just get an interface that does optical in and out. Okay, and then you go get yourself an Apogee AD one thousand, which is this old twenty bit interface, but supposedly it's got a Millennia mic preamp in it with an Apogee converter. Oh,
1: really? (laughs) Because
2: a lesser known product is the Millennia that supposedly has an Apogee con- uh, converter in it. They sort of agreed to swap stuff, but not like you don't find anywhere not that the Apogee label. says it's not in the label, but they just swapped. It's
0: a backdoor but, deal.
2: <laughs> but I can tell you this, I've recorded a lot of orchestras with that thing. Mm-hmm. And that 81,000 is on the level of the John Hardy. I think mm-hmm. I've got a few of them. And the great thing about them is they just have an optical out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which before Apple got rid of it, Apple's just had optical ends.
0: That's right. The Mac um, Mini and the iMac had an optical line in and the, the Mac Pro. The
2: the problem with that setup is that you you start to have trouble like like with what you're suggesting is that you start to have trouble with your low latency monitoring if it's like a really bare bones interface that just does in and out line level or digital mm-hmm. and then and as soon as you start trying to find an interface that will do your low latency mix, bam, there's a preamp it, invariably it's going to throw a preamp at you.
0: I know. I'm telling you, these products just, they're, they, I used to install the Fireface, uh, not the Fireface. It was called the Echo Fire, Firebox, or I can't remember, Audio Fire? Maybe that's what it was but, called. But, the Echo but Audio Echo. Fire. Yeah, yeah, Echo, like way back in the early 2000s you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it was about, TRS, yeah. line in and line It was a PCI card. And, well, they had a PCI card and they had a Firewire one, right? hmm That's it. That's what it did. That's all we needed. Line in, line in balance. So, That's it. So
2: you can you can do this type of thing. You can get yourself like any any of the snotty interfaces, a benchmark, an apogee, an Aurora, and you can get them with Firewire, Thunderbolt, right. possibly USB. They always have the Pro Tools interfaces because they let you buy the interface card for the converters. Yeah. But like I said again, no mixer. No low latency mixer. So now you're like building a whole setup which yes
0: i can build I, I don't it think that's building built, i don't
2: think that's built for a voiceover person that's no. a voiceover person building things for themselves because it doesn't exist
0: yeah i've done that too i've done every iteration i know you have robert i mean we have built these things to solve problems for people and give them what they want but they're always this lincoln logs you know connect the dots yeah. rig which 20 years ago was the norm and nowadays I, is overly cum- cumbersome, too expensive, and not portable <laughs> either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't I, even mention portable, but that's well. I, I I do think a voiceover,
2: a professional voiceover's interface is portable. I I think I think all professional voiceover person should need is a pair of headphones, a mic, a well treated room, and a laptop and an interface. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah.
1: It's cause sort of but but I finding disagree. it at the highest quality. You you disagree? I do. I think every um, professional um, voice person should have at least four preamps, upmarket as possible, uh, some way. <laughs> yeah, at least two booths. Um,
0: yeah. and a tribooth <laughs> yeah, and, and,
1: and a beard shouldn't they and all beard. have beards yes <laughs> and a vespa you must have Anna, Anna vespa, vespa for
2: sure yeah. and an accent but you yeah. can't tell what it is <laughs> that's right <laughs> a generic
0: <Yeah>. mid-Atlantic <laughs> accent can't really place it
1: <laughs> absolutely exactly see and they yeah. the, the, the Problem solved. That's it. That's all you need.
2: We can place him everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Yeah, he's a real nowhere man. He speaks with authority from I don't know. Yeah,
1: from somewhere. <laughs> from somewhere. Yeah. We're not sure. Uh, this is a, okay. this is
0: a, this is a query we will never solve. But we all know that the product does still. We still know after this whole thing that the product doesn't exist. But I think the AG 3 Mark II is the closest. So I wait. think the sentrance is closer because it has built-in mm-hmm. recording
2: because has built-in recording. I'm willing to forgive it for, as long as you know it and you don't let that battery go down. It will screw you if that happens. Yeah. So that is the one thing about it. One simple cable, like a little right eight inch cable. Eighth-inch cable. You've, you, you got your low light, you got your loop back with one knob and uh, you got a decent enough preamp input. It's got a high pass filter. It's got, it's got the clip. You know, like the the, uh, the soft clip, it checks most of the boxes. It's driverless. It's fiddly. Is the problem? There's the problem. It's it's tiny. It's got tiny switches. It needs a weird battery thing. That's that's its Achilles heel.
1: Yeah, but I think you because we're talking about voiceover people using this thing. So the more complex it is, the more you're going to get in trouble. I mean, you guys both. But it's you know, it's not very complex.
2: It has things like like for instance it tries to help you the switches are recessed. So once you set it there's no way you are flipping the switches to the wrong place by accident yeah. because when you need to switch the pla- switches to the right place you will curse them because you need a little tiny tool to you know you need like a paper clip or something to flick yeah. them. It's, I think it that's is a good pretty thing. simple. I like that. I I think it is a good thing. It's fiddly but that's not, not have fiddly. one
0: mode of operation they need to be in. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Exactly. Set it and forget and it. I that's, I really
2: think it. if he just if he just allowed for an external power supply into that thing, well, he especially if they had a cable lock well, on it. you
0: you use a USB power supply. That's it. You just use a regular old phone charger and that's your your power supply. That's
2: that's No, your I know around. that. But the problem is if that thing goes down to zero, it's not booting up right away.
0: Hmm. Well, I know, that's I mean but problem. you're saying if it had a dedicated power supply, and I'm saying, well, it's yes, like a, boot that, from zero. Like a USB no, charger will boot from zero. You plug it in, and it will turn on. No, it won't. No?
2: No. I don't know if you remember. If it we had runs that one down client. to dead,
0: it has to charge for a while? If it runs down for on.
2: dead, you're not... Yeah, it's it's like... It, uh, it is It is a bad situation.
1: Mm. Ooh, that's Like, not
2: no good. battery, you can plug it in, and then it's going to wait until it has enough of a charge to boot up. mm and if you were like, "Oh, I got a quick session." Like, I I think the same thing would happen with the NTG4. If you need it. Well, no, because the NTG4 can work off Phantom, can't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. it's not an issue there. Yeah. So. I just sent you a link to a possible splitter cable that's worth buying on Amazon and testing to see if it will do the charging and data duties from one USB-C port.
2: Right, and computer. that and that's nice to have, and just yeah. never let it run down to zero.
1: If Which, works, if I understand
2: right, with most work. battery stuff, you don't want to run them down to zero, anyways, because that hurts the battery. Typically,
0: yeah. Um, well, lithium batteries have a a protection circuit that prevent it from doing that: undercharging, overcharging, discharging, all that stuff. But yep, yeah. It's God, it's crazy. Every yeah, every time, even when companies literally put the name VO in the product, they still don't get it right. Yeah, <laughs> focus Speaking right. Of, Speaking
2: of batteries, I, I do have a fun little tech story. You guys are going to laugh at me. My kick around 2012 MacBook that I like because it has a normal keyboard mm-hmm. and not a scribble strip that does stupid stuff. <laughs> yep. It was having this problem. it was been a workhorse. And then all of a sudden, for the last two weeks, it uh began like randomly just you're working and it reboots itself. You're like, Oof. what the fuck? Oh it did God. it like 10 or yeah. 20 times. And then one day I'm working there with, with within my lap and the thing just like Pops a screw out, like kind of shoots it out. It doesn't just like it's like, bing, uh, and the bottom plate kind of dropped down. And I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, batteries, yeah, batteries kind of, well, exploding, there. yeah. And then, but it stopped rebooting itself.
0: Oh. It's like uh, your MacBook had a big meal like and now it's pressure.
2: relaxed.
1: It yeah, pressure. like whatever pressure it had on it is like that fixed it. Okay, One day- <laughs> oh,
0: that's the craziest thing ever.
1: <laughs> One day you'll just hit. Hear- and it will put itself back together again.
2: Yeah, like 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 one day I'm just gonna be typing and I'm gonna look at my fingers and they're gonna be melted off and like oh shit, it started leaking. Yeah like the keypad is gone. It's just a sea of acid.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's we bonkers. had an iPhone do that one morning, got up, it'd been on the charger and it looked like a terrapin or a toe oh, really? wow. sitting on the bench. Yeah. It was just a puff, like a, a puff of fish. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I shit.
2: I turned in my i my iPhone to to T-Mobile and I remember going like because they had some deal like any condition or whatever except they had little fine print because my iPhone had taken the glass and pushed it off you could <laughs> you could get your fingernail underneath most of it and the battery just like expanded to the but the thing still worked George you remember that iPhone Your your girlfriend like couldn't stand it and had to buy it a case
0: oh yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly <laughs>
2: like, like that thing I ran that thing like well into the ground like
1: <laughs>
0: excellent batteries
1: yeah you need some Good luck editing that one
0: <laughs> well that was fun is it over?